cut a person to say a toe to so, but you know what? A toe to so. A fucking a toe to so. We are in control now. If you're not Caucasian, uh, then. <laughs> you're not Caucasian, then you shouldn't be in the Friday locker room because you're not going to sue us for stereotypical talk on wrestling infidels and backed by popular demand from the infinite fringes of the universe, of the multiverse, the man himself, Art of the Beat of the oh, Billy Ray Valentine, BVR, BRB. Hey. Who is any of us? <laughs> Here as we contemplate it all on the Friday locker room at HMG channelattitude.com. YOLO! Oh, all these acronyms. Uh, initials galore as we kick things off on a friday morning late or actually thursday morning your friday morning here at channelattitude.com we'll get it right as the brochures coffee courses through our veins but i don't have to get it right because the champ is here and my man got my back he's gonna he's gonna make sure nobody comes in and takes the straps while i'm not looking why do i keep calling you rbv (laughs) brv I'm almost offended. Oh, do. sorry, Don't compare me to that guy. Well, I know you're the belt guy too, so I figured Look I'd bring that it. Thing. Look at that thing. That's beautiful. Look at that go thing. Go up and get it for you. But, uh, Look at that. Look at that. The heavyweight champ of the world. That's, that, that's a really nice belt. Man. Yeah, that's man. a beautiful belt. And it usually never leaves Canada either. So actually, uh, you know, I'll show you the other one because I got them both in the bag here. Fuck. Come here. Look at that. Come here, you son of a bitch. Uh, the immortal tag straps are damn nice, too. But uh, people nice really place. love the immortal heavyweight title as well. So, yeah, no, they're both uh, really nice. Classic, classic titles. Better than that, what was introduced to us on <laughs> WWE TV, right? Yeah, are you hot about it? I saw Ray, like, trolling. I didn't mind it. It just looks like a knockoff of the AEW title to me. Yeah, but the thing is, right? Like, um, I, I think Ray Ray likes it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but but the, the thing I, is, I don't think it, he does. I think he was just getting under people's skin doing Ray things. That <laughs> <laughs> that big um that big logo in the middle of it, man. It's it's the logo. I mean, if they made it, well, smaller, he, showed, he showed the Ray put out a meme that had the AEW title and the UFC title. And if you pretty much overlay them in design with the UFC medallions on top of it, 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 he's not wrong. It looks almost like exactly what it is. So the the person who made both of those titles Mm -hmm. just go like, fuck it. I'm just going (laughs) to do what I already did (laughs) and make them again. I don't know. The, The AEW title is gorgeous. You know, and a UFC title's fine. It's even better when you leave it at a fucking uh, steakhouse. And right, say, right, on top of a car somewhere. <laughs> I got, you know? It's beautiful. You know, it's really well done. Um, but but this is, it's a nice belt. But that that thing in the middle really screws it up. It's it's that WWE logo. Maybe if they made it smaller, maybe it would have worked out or whatever. But yeah. I, I don't know. I'll yeah. probably like it later. I hated that the new US title, and now I really like it. So yeah, This is the, the Immortal titles. Pretty yeah, that's gorgeous too. Those are really nice belts, man. 
big Bill Kelly looking at you. Yeah, I'm looking at you, son. You had to give up your title, and now guess who's hunting for you? Oh, my gosh. Problems, dude. Problems. You don't want to be that. Don't belt that. What's going on, sir? How you doing? Holy hopefully I don't have to fight Bill Collier, that big son of a bitch. He's a <laughs> bastard. Uh, yeah, man, I'm good, dude. Like uh, we talked off air, just uh, trying to do a little recovery uh, this week, but still uh, really push myself. Uh, was a uh, upstate wrestling experience on Tuesday with my students, and they're working really hard. They're excited uh, to have the very first match on the Immortal card. And, nice. you know, most rookies don't get a shot four or five months in. I've got some that are a little more advanced, but still, right. <laughs> usually that's unheard of. It's a year before you ever get in front of a crowd. So, congrats. Been working real hard. They did their hustle. They sold like 100 tickets, man. So, house should be be up even over. So, I'm excited for them. And then, you know, once, the, once they go through the curtain and your asshole puckers up, you couldn't get a, <laughs> A pin through it <laughs> you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, if they if you know you, you kick the little birds out of the nest are they gonna fly are they gonna crash to the ground but i think uh we're over prepared for the opportunity and i think they're all gonna rise to the occasion man this so. is what you want right this is what you you bust your ass in the gym for right like get out there and 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 have a have a ball have a great time man enjoy yeah. it man go out there and and put on a show you know yeah. even if even if you uh even if it falls flat, man, you got to try it, right? Sure. That's what that's what it's about, man. So congratulations to everybody. I'm sure they're going to do a good job. Yeah, man. Or, you know, well, I'm in my ass. I'm in the gym busting my ass. Those lazy cocksuckers aren't. So. <laughs> we'll see. But, uh, yeah, this weekend, uh, JFK Arena back into the left on Embargo Street uh, uh, in Rome, New York. Uh, it's going to be Royal Rumble, Road to Immortality for the title. And then the following week, I'm uh, in, back in Canada for – uh, great Northern Wrestling for their big anniversary show and Kevin Sullivan, Taskmaster, James Storm, me and GGP. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, great name talent on there. And I'm excited to debut there in Ottawa, uh, you know, a little up uh, more north than we've been in South Ontario to Toronto corridor. So a uh, new company and it's actually uh, a guy who's I'm trying to, you know, listen to what he uh, has question-wise promoter because he's kind of new in the promoter game, but the company's been around for a while. Um, and no gimmicks guy, and he, he takes suggestions well and applies. Uh, so uh, I think that, that's going to be an awesome uh, debut there for the Conspiracy Horseman, man. So just two yeah. more weeks of, like, really – pushing myself to the limits you know and uh also i told you a horseshoe genetics i'll even show you fuck it i don't care because it's coming to market soon so we're always pushing the seeds you know obviously at uh, horseshoegenetics.com uh the best cannabis seeds on the market but um yesterday uh four of our lab results came back for our let's see if it'll catch you know there there calmag solution so i was just working on on uh, a lot of that and uh, the fabled worm juice that you guys heard me talking about on Russo brand. So if you're thirsty, get a bottle of worm shit made from or worm juice made from real worm shit and worm skins, foreskins, uh, pH up, you know, and, uh, pH down for hydro growers. So very cool, uh, very cool, man. Kind of uh, fruit stripe gum meets Cypress Hill is what I'm going for with it. And, uh, (laughs) I think when we have, we have nine products and when they're all on the, uh website and on the shelves and then you know amazon uh, together it's going to look very cool that uh, will stand out compared to any competitors i'm excited about 
doing all this this big business man it really pumps me up every day so big things big things man uh, all around good for you man i'm, I'm yeah. very proud of you man uh and i'm and i'm happy for you at that fantastic i'm i'm, I'm proud of you too because i know you got big schoolboy shit going on he's gonna win with a schoolboy on this one pal uh big uh <laughs> test he might be on some test and who knows but uh he's gonna pass the test i know you are man you've been working so hard and so long to level up uh and for your family and accomplish your own personal goals and now after this is done that's just like a huge uh you know finale to the closing chapter to that part of the novel and now you start a whole new one uh doing what you want to do and uh having all that master's expertise behind you man we're all really proud of you dude i can't wait to see what your next moves are no, thank you, buddy, man. It's, it's, it's been uh, it's been a road, man. You know, you know, you you were there yeah. the entire time. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's coming to an end, luckily, because I don't know how much of this I can freaking do anymore. But yeah. uh, regardless, like, you know, there's more more coming. You know, I, I still have and then I'm going I'm to start working immediately, you know, and sure. so there goes that, you know, and then we're, we're working on a radio station as well. You know, we're, we're doing a, a bunch of stuff, man. So you got to stay busy. <laughs> you got to stay working. Yeah. regardless so I'm, you're gonna, you're gonna I'm get up there with your three best college buddies and though we've come to the end of the road still i can't let go it's i'm not singing this part you gotta do it you belong to me i belong to you hey, fantastic <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's Boys to Men brought to you by Hami Media. Yeah. Get me one, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Wanye and Kanye can tag together again. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy week. Uh, you know, as we uh, are pride ourselves on being alternative press, we wanted to be free media. And then. They said, fuck them, pal, demonetize them all. Um, you know, we've, we've searched out to create our own thing, whether it's channelattitude.com or what we're using Patreon for or what's coming with Infinite Fringe and, and the entire uh, American broadcast system you're putting together. Yeah. Um, but this week, a very interesting week, and I wanted to talk to you because people loved our, our, you know, Fringe horseman talk up top. But the rumor mill buzzes with the Tucker Carlson unpersoning very much like an Alex Jones uh, happening post S hook, Um, you know, and we've, we've always said, you know, they're controlled opposition. They've been in on it for a long time with the amount of money they're making, but here we are. And I've seen so many different, like, here's why it happened. The, the definite reason that, so I'm just going to put a couple of these out there and, and you can swat them back to me that BlackRock owns 59% of the stock of Fox and 47% of Dominion. So really they sued themselves and put the heat on them because they wanted that guy out of there for X amount of war profiteering reasons. That's one that I've heard. Another one is that four days before they let him go, he went at uh, Pfizer and Fauci and everybody and was like stooging off on air that, you know, everything that we already knew, but it's getting to grandma and grandpa's now. And we can't have that because uh, we've already got their mind control locked in. So <laughs> that, that it was about that. The third one is also about war in Ukraine. And just that, you know, that these things were in place, bio labs beforehand, uh, that now 
uh, this comedian turned uh, president. <laughs> That's not a CIA op at all. Uh, you know, that uh, he's actually uh, attacking and bombing himself and like counterattack that's going to draw us into a full World War III scenario by design. And they want nothing to really slow down, no matter how many times you change your fucking Facebook photos from to blue and yellow with I support fucking people that are nothing more than a work. And you fall for it over and over again from tie a yellow ribbon around the tree to every fucking stupid magnet with every color you could possibly put on your minivan during wartime <laughs> to, to I stand with Ukraine and you couldn't name fucking two Ukrainian people if they came over to your fucking house and cooked <laughs> your cabbage salad. Right, so, right. you know, like all these things that just turn into marketing ploys and then are later exposed two years later after they've done the tax suck and they've fucking, but we need to support them with $40 billion. Meanwhile, our cities are in shambles, bro, with homeless 10 cities and overpopulation that you can't Amen. even walk down the street in Philly, San Francisco, fucking uh, Chicago murder every day. Like, but yeah. you know, send them 40 fucking billion dollars. Yeah. And uh, that, that's yeah. not, we're not getting any kickbacks on that, but here we are with, cute little fucking tucker oh the other part was that he's an asshole in the studio bosses people around and might have got handsy with one of the broads so we've got four or five big reasons along with your you know sexual cancel culture and it's all there in place so everyone can pick their poison and crucify him to get him out of what he wants but is he in on it is he already coming back with a new show and that's why and it's you know all the bullshit of who will have him when it's like, let him start his own thing, but who's going to own it? Not him. Another conglomerate where it looks independent and it's not at all or Spotify or whoever. So Tucker Carlson out as well as Don Lemon. <laughs> and I can give two fucks about right. either of them, really, to be honest. <laughs> well, definitely no one really cares about Don Lemon, right? But they, they tried to link it together and say, you know, like if something's right. up because they were both let go at the same day. Um, and make no mistake, Tucker was fired. He did not leave, right? He he was fired. Um, well, he thought he had a job Sunday, apparently, and Monday morning that wasn't the yeah, case. Didn't have it anymore? Exactly. Don Lemon was the same. Uh, with Don Lemon, CNN is pulling zero viewers, right? And and uh, Discovery bought them out. I think it's I forget the name of the new corporation because Discovery merged with somebody else or whatever. With Warner W WBD Weapons right. of Mass Destruction. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, and they've been threatening to get rid of this dude for some time. He said some dumb shit about women once. I forgot what he said, but they got pissed at but him. He, does, he doesn't like them and they right. smell them. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, he he went ahead and admitted that. Um uh, oh I remember what he said. He said they were um past their prime after 40 or something. Really? And I thought he called them nappy headed hoes or something. <laughs> may, may as well, for that matter. And he, uh, he sat, you know, they sat him down for a little bit, you know, and they had him come back, but they were going to, they were going to chop him. You know, um, they, they weren't, he wasn't pulling in any ratings. It, it's time to go. So I think that explains that. Um, as far as Tucker goes, it's a little bit more complicated, right? And, and I am not a fan of Tucker Carlson. I don't, I don't subscribe to anything that, that he puts out. Sometimes he, he puts out truths, but to what end, you know, and, and I'm right. like, all right, you know, so I, the I other part too, is he just had Trump on. That was the big thing from last well, week. That was the other one. I, I you know, I and, and people, people go to that and you know how I feel about Trump. Right. But, but uh, love him. He's your, I love, yeah, he's the greatest. You know, he, he, <laughs> he walks on water, you know, um, but um, at the end of the day, right. I, I remember uh, Dominion. I'm old enough to remember Dominion suing 
uh, Fox. And and I don't know if there's any truth to this BlackRock thing. I, I, I have no idea. This is something that pops up. I've heard it before, you know, right. it, and BlackRock supposedly owns the world, you know, and, and they do have, you know, a lot of stake in a lot of things, you know, but I, I really don't know how valid this Dominion thing is. Um, I have to really sit down and, and, and look through it. Uh, BlackRock denies it. They said, we don't, we don't own anything in Dominion and Dominion has said the same. That doesn't mean anything, but regardless. Um, yeah, BlackRock, you won't see it on the sheets. BlackRock right. has got a third party I'm sure incorporated, Something. not LLC. Maybe. So they're not yeah. that, but at the same, so mm -hmm. they can say that with a straight face, but right. it's a complete lie because it's just a shell company right. repackaged wrapping paper, right? But 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 if if Fox News and the host in Fox News were serious about what they were saying and they stood by their convictions, they could have taken dominions to the freaking cleaners, right? They, they, they took them, uh, they would have gone to trial, they would have made people stand uh uh, um, um, you know, testify and they could talk about a Diebold, right? They, 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 uh, they incorporated Diebold is a Dominion ate them up, right? And, and, uh, how there was, there was vote fraud throughout, you know, and, and how those machines were iffy to begin with, right? They could have at least done that, but Fox News had nothing. And Dominion went ahead and got all these text messages from them, right? All these, and Tucker was among that. Now, Tucker, didn't do it as badly as as freaking Hannity or 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 any of these other people that are on Fox News as far as pushing a narrative that they didn't believe. But he did it um, according to the text messages that came out. And Tucker Carlson has not denied this. Right. He said that uh, the election was not stolen behind the scenes. He said that it was all nonsense, that that uh, um, Sidney Powell was a crazy person, that Rudolph Giuliani was nuts and that the election wasn't stolen, that this was nonsense. But he went on air and reported differently. And he said he was going to do it because um, he people that watch Fox News wanted to hear it. And that's what he was going to give them. He was going to give them what they wanted to hear because it was going to affect the bottom line. He's like, it's going to affect the stock. He said, this is what he said. I, I'm not making this up, right? Then he says he completely hates Donald Trump. I hate him. I can't wait to be done with him. He sits in yeah. front of Donald Trump two weeks ago, like you said. Googly-eyed. Googly-eyed with Donald. No pushback. No nothing. Donald is saying there, I won the election. This And, 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 and my man, Tucker Carlson, says absolutely not. Right. right but, but is that, even at that time, not a year ago to bat for Tucker Carlson and the, and the whoever has their hand up his ass as the puppet making him talk because he says one thing and then over here it's a completely another de depending on the time or place of who we've got to go in this deep state war back and forth i can't believe they just didn't let the heat go on the diebold or dominion because what they do is do their dirt behind a brand mm -hmm. the brand suffers you fold the brand everybody feels like they won you repackage, rebrand, and make it come out like something new that's the solution, but it's the same motherfuckers. They just took the red thing and painted it blue, right. or they, you know, painted white that's to black, whatever mm -hmm. it is, you know, and, and that's what it is. So we got to think about if if the controllers, right, got their hand up his ass and making him talk and making him say certain things, did they make him say that stuff about JFK? Right. Did they make him reveal, hey, you know, the JFK assassination, there's something to it. It's, pr it's probably a conspiracy. 
And, uh, you know, um, it, you know, there probably was more than one shooter. He said that, yeah. you know, um, did they make him say all the stuff about the vaccines? You know, did they? And, yeah, and then I he had there, RFK. I there is, I think there is a radical contingent of propagandists that are right wing that want to feed the old school liberal wing like us <laughs> that were the the conspiracy theorists, right? right. Like we don't bite on the conservative. Um, you got to go to church and be a Christian and put God in everything and da 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 da. Right. But we are very much '90s kids of right. Live and let live, and I can party with anybody, and we all love hip hop and weed right. and fucking, you know, like yeah. that—that's us. Yeah. And they want to appeal to that, but they still got to keep grandma and grandpa leave it to Beaver happy yeah. while they're still alive. So there's, I think, a war within that where there's some people who have. <laughs> A, a real renaissance view of culture yeah you know and and no right from wrong but doest thou wilt a little bit you know whether it comes to pro-life or you know it's to the individual's choice even though the way they might think is more conservative at least that's america you yeah. know yeah. and then there's the other side that is the corporate republican fuck you fuck what you think it's all about money and whether it's taxes carbon credits or vote power scam things right. like that that's where things are meeting behind the scenes where the jfk stuff that comes out yes the heavy political stuff from the other side yes because those in power making money off the political side the g20 summit side don't really care about the kumbaya peace shit and right. legalize weed until they can tax it and make a fuck ton of money off <laughs> right, it, right? right, right. So right. They, let, they let one side operate for the salacious fucking headline fantasy side, but at the end, it's about the almighty dollar and these families that have controlled that for a long time. So I feel there's like a war within that over there, and that's when these types of things happen, bro. It's got nothing to do with left versus right. This I is right that. split within right. I, I agree with you. I, I think um, it, it has everything to do uh, with money at the end of the day. And, and this is why um, I don't trust the word Tucker Carlson ever said, because, you know, um, he he is the chameleon. He worked for MSNBC. He worked for CNN and now he works for Fox. And now now he doesn't work for Fox anymore. You know, and he's going to start his own podcast. And And the thing is, he will say whatever you want to hear in order to get your money. He is a grifter of the highest order, in my opinion. He, yeah, might be telling, he might be telling the truth at times, but he's saying it not because he believes it. He's saying it to get your money. That's, that's the look, end of the Look day. at the model. Look at the model, though. <laughs> we, we've had these, uh, I don't know, call them hot boys because they're all fucking goofs. Alex mm -hmm. Jones. Yeah. Uh, before, before Tucker, even though he was always independent, you know what I mean, with the unpersoning. But there was two other guys that were going to go do their own thing and they still kind of are, but they're not even nearly on the radar as before. And it's both sides. Glenn Beck was mm -hmm. the fucking hot boy. And now he's like a weird dude in shambles, kind of just having breakdowns all the time. And so is <laughs> Keith Olbermann, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, man. those guys, are the hot guys. Yeah. And Bill O'Reilly, well, O'Reilly, I saw him, put over the Tucker leaving and he's, he's way past his prime. Like the age is there now it's time to hang him up, pal. Right. Um, but, but for a while during golf war time, it was all uh, those two guys, Olbermann and, um, 
and uh, Glenn Beck, right? And now, yeah. and they're marginalized and just do cuckoo shit. And maybe get one viral clip a month on on Twitter or something like that, you know. So all this is is car is Tucker being put in that spot, and they're gonna find somebody else to make put on a run for two years, and then this shit'll happen again. Yeah, yeah. T- Tucker was good. He was compelling, right? He was he was uh, charismatic. He is still. He's not dead, right? He is compelling. He is charismatic, you know. And um, and he brought up, uh, you know, he brought up the subjects that people wanted to hear. People wanted. That's why it was the highest rated show, right? Um, it it, it still it was on par with O'Reilly. O'Reilly was doing those numbers also. Um, but uh, I I think uh. I think they took a dip with with um with Tucker and then he kind of brought it up. But but he's saying these things with an ulterior motive. He he doesn't sure. believe anything. And, and no. that's proven. I mean, he, he said 8,000 things behind the scenes, and then he went on air and said completely the right. opposite. So what I think while Tucker James talking, O'Keefe gets bounced from Project Veritas, right, you know, right. at the right. same time, bro. No, absolutely. You know, and 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 this goes back to Cambridge Analytica, and it goes back to 2016. Like, it's I mean, I, I I keep saying Cambridge Analytica is the Rosetta Stone of yeah. what's going on right now. And yeah. if, if you guys really want to take a deep dive, go look at what happened there and how they colonized the minds of millions of Americans, and they did it on purpose. It's it's military mind. Oh, you imagine Cambridge Analytica's got AI plugged into it. Well, Cambridge Analytica doesn't exist anymore, quote unquote, right? Yeah. Right. All these other satellites. Rebranding. Exactly. Something else, right? Yeah. So that name isn't a thing anymore. But somebody, some other company doing that, right? And they have the AI and all this other stuff. It's it's a problem. We 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 have a problem. But um, um through Cambridge, right? Um, they set out a script for they wrote up a script and and they uh tapped into what people of alternative mindsets were thinking, right? Yeah. And and what we didn't like and what we did like. And and they got us motivated enough to reincorporate us into the left-right paradigm and become a part of this system without us knowing it. You know, not all of us, but the majority of us um, now side on the right with, you know, and 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 this is this is this is my problem, Ben, with with people like Tucker Carlson and all that. They will wake people up, right? And people are like, well, they're waking up as a result, you know, so that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But when they wake up, when people come into different information, let's say about vaccine information, right? And he's talking about Pfizer and he's talking about Moderna and he's talking about how this vaccine was forced upon the people of the United States. I think he's absolutely right. And that is not cool, right? Nobody wants that. Well, some people did, but anybody in their right mind doesn't want that, right? So- he puts this out, but he, the motive that he has behind it is he points it at the Democrats. It's them. It's them. So the so this side of the world order is good. That side of the world order is bad. They are the new world order. Oh yeah. They are the Illuminati. So they point in that direction instead of instead of saying, "Hey, this entire thing is a really big problem." You know, both both uh, sides are two wings on the same bird two sides on, of the same coin. That's what I remember. You know, that's, that's what Alex Jones used to say back in the day. He doesn't say that anymore. You know, so that, and, and, that's, <laughs> and that's the problem in my opinion, you know, and, and that's, what I, that's, the, that's what I think the ultimate work here is, yeah. is to get us incorporated into this system and thinking that we're fighting outside of the system when we're actually fighting within it. 
How do you use Cambridge Analytica methods to bring back wrestling fans to make them feel? I think that's impossible. I, I, <laughs> I don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I know, I know a guy who's got $9.3 billion that might give you $300 million to figure it out. Damn, <laughs> for real, right? Go right? get Steve Bannon and see what happens, man. They, right? they, they, they managed to work to make it work over here in the United States. Who knows, man? Yeah, um, man. And and the political process is 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 a mirror of the WWE of of pro wrestling. You know that better than anybody. Sure. You know, well, so uh, <laughs> hey, maybe they can pull something off, and we can get we can get a new uh, nine point uh, rating RAW at one point. Fucking a, right? If we used AI to possibly do it, we got a goddamn <laughs> UNO, UFO flying around. They might as well have it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, interesting crossover, uh, talking from that man, just thinking about those names, Dominion, Diebold, Blackrock, Cambridge Analytica as brands. They're just so. And how smart to County Vir and to Quantico in Virginia, like, you know, like just the way they're labeled, you, you can just smell an NSA op on them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's man. crazy. So, um, but these are where the fuck did it go no that's cm punk <laughs> cm punk uh, in return uh, yeah um where the fuck is this lawsuit what lawsuit are you talking about there's two lawsuit stories uh but here it is I there you it. go uh Former WWE writer is suing the company as individual st and individual staff, including Vince McMahon. Former writer Brittany Abrahams oh is, is suing WWE involving individual staff, including Vince McMahon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sue me. Alleging <laughs> discriminatory, discriminatory treatment, harassment, hostile work environment, wrongful termination, unlawful retaliation against the plaintiff due to her race, color, and gender. Abrams uh, brought up multiple instances in which WWE allegedly talent act out racist stereotypes. According to Abrams, she was wrongfully fired after taking commemorative chair at WrestleMania 38 as retaliation for pushing back against the creative process. The lawsuit also notes defendants repeatedly subjected plaintiff to unlawful discrimination in a hostile work environment, unlawful retaliation for complaining of defendants unlawful employment practices, including her complaints of racial harassment and discrimination and other wrongdoing. Uh, and they're trying to put it on. She took a WrestleMania chair at 38 in retaliation for pushing back against the creative <laughs> process. That's fucking <laughs> classic, bro. What can we get her on? She took home a commemorative chair. Got her. <laughs> uh, fucking. Hey, man, uh, I'm pretty sure, but I'm not sure because I don't want to get sued. So allegedly, <laughs> this is one of the uh, possible comedic affirmative action hire writers uh during the bobby ashley era if we can right, go right, back right. to that with uh lady balls and all that shit <laughs> and yes get what you pay for <laughs> yes, you, you wanted woke diverse faces to uh put that over in the fortune 500 uh look at us we have so many diverse hires with women of inclusion and all that right. shit and act like you're still not the carny motherfuckers that are running the tent show well guess what the rest of it's all window dressing and this business will never change and to miss abrams abrahams uh might have done a little bit of research about wrestling before saying yes to accepting the job right 
I get it being a stand-up and doing open mics in New York City and then somebody offers you a 70 grand writing contract. Of course, you're going to take it. However, this business ain't for you, my dear. This business is based on stereotypes. It's based on the lowest levels of racism that exist within people. And so we can play that out in a very melodramatic way and give their PTSD uh, a to be calmed down based upon the wins and losses of who's going over. And if the booking's done correctly, you'll build up stereotypical characters, pluck the racism string, pluck the sexuality string, make somebody a creeper uh, that's right on the borderline. But in the end, they will get their comeuppance and retribution and teach the lesson that needs to be taught to the world or some dumb shit will happen in the locker room. <laughs> They'll scrap all that. But in in a perfect world where I'm writing this show, hell yeah, we're going to have stereotypical characters. Hell yeah, we're going to play into what's going on in society from Antifa to Black Lives Matter to pussy hat wearers to Me Too movement to speaking out. All that shit. The work can handle anything. Unfortunately, you cannot. Yeah, You cannot handle uh, what this business really is. And now there's a comedic lawsuit because, and I'm not here going to bat for WWE, mm. but you, you wanted to bring in these woke culture little writers for your own corporate reasons, and you fucking got stung by it. Instead of hiring real workers who know what's going on, who can handle it, who have thick skin, and can also play the game and aren't going to be just shake their heads and go yes because they're nothing more than an affirmative action number we're here to make the best show possible and incite those <laughs> uh stereotypes i definitely wouldn't have positive ali i'll tell you that much <laughs> or model mansoor <laughs> i sure would not uh you know uh and the the hurt business would have been far much more black lives matter and retribution would have been far more antifa but instead, you guys got this. So good luck to you, Bobby Ashley. Get out there. You know, and uh, uh, you bring up a lot of valid points. And, and, and the, the most important point of everything you said is that people can't take it anymore. Right? So people nowadays aren't built to, to be able to see through you know, what people are doing or what the WWE or, or just wrestling in general would try to do with something like that. They would automatically take offense, sure. right? To Antifa, to Black Lives Matter being used in any, oh my God, end of the world, right? And the WWE is not what it was. For a long time, it hasn't been. And, and I mean, it's publicly traded, right? But, but beyond that, now it's not even owned by McMahon. You know, um, so, okay, uh, what happens? And now with the times, what what would they be able to get away with anyway? Let me just put this back over here and take that because you're putting up some great questions and you hadn't heard it, but I'll send it to you. Uh, mm -hmm. I just did episode 20 of The Consultants from July 6, 2020, mm -hmm. allegedly. Uh, and in that, where the weeks right before that, we had allegedly pitched uh, it wasn't called the hurt business, but all the outlying, <laughs> you know, it was there as we did the same thing for retribution and they were still doing 
much like this young lady says, and she's not wrong, the coonery of an R truth. You know what I mean? The, <laughs> the, the right? Or, or, right, 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 right. Or Lashley's trans sisters, and you got to make them come out with Max Caster, and they got to run an obstacle course yeah. or whatever it is, or uh, more of this type of shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love it. I'm a 90s kid. Racist humor is hilarious because yeah. we all need to be able to laugh at each other as long as really not physically hurting anyone. Of um, you know, the, this these are the things that these old birds pop for, and I know it too, but <laughs> some little woke culture sweetheart is is losing her mind off of that. So in those notes, direct to the former USA Network president, it says, Chris, you may have a big problem on your hand if anybody starts to name WWE and cancel culture and there's a whole level of this type of racism that could come back on USA Network as well. In fact, uh, why don't we get ahead of it and do a scripted version of protests outside NXT and WWE headquarters for these things yeah. and, and pitch it that there's already occupy occupy wwe uh, all that kind of shit to point this stuff out here right N not done swept under the rug i mean the the network president was like yeah we worry about that too we're trying to like uh, avoid that as much as possible and and here we are with this young lady after 9.3 billion comes in how much is she gonna get in hush money or is she gonna get fucked over and be yeah. back doing open mic nights and uh in bed sty soon i don't know man it doesn't look good man you know it, it, w whether she is telling the truth or not at this point because vince mcmahon is you know under the i don't know how many uh, uh lawsuits already you know and all the stuff that's come out uh about uh you know him and other women and doing all this nonsense right so and she's standing there and he's going get me the pepper bellies <laughs> <laughs> and right. to be honest i i could i could believe it i could believe it it's oh, the yeah. ww right exactly it's 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 the worst working environment i think i said this last week so i could definitely believe that this is something like this happened but like you said you know there there is a culture here right to to these to professional wrestling and how people conduct themselves even though you know they i mean the wwe is not professional wrestling anymore it, it hasn't been for a long time, right? They have an HR department. It's, you know, it's a whole deal, right? <laughs> it's, it's not a thing anymore. It's, but, but regardless of that, um, this lawsuit, right? Like you said, will probably get settled. I think, I think Vince is going to throw some money at her. Also, I think there's a clause in, in the, and don't quote me on this, but I think there's a clause in the new deal that he did with, uh, whatever the hell, Endeavor. with Endeavor that he needs to stay clean, that no nonsense right. needs to happen. Otherwise they can let him go as a result. That's the one thing that's there. This isn't good for him. Let's see what develops, man. But I think they're going to throw some money at this lady, whether she's right or wrong, whether she's telling the truth or not. But here's a couple of mil. Stay shut. Sign this non-disclosure agreement, and we're done with this. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I think Vince doesn't even remember half the roster's name and probably refers right. to them as racist things like pepper bellies. Or, Get me Blizz Cliz. Where's the <laughs> Potato Boys? Who's that? Seamus, uh, whatever the hell. Right. You those guys. <laughs> right? Like, if you're Irish, like, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> 
get, get me, me this man get in me Saki and Saki. Who do you want? Damage control? Yeah, get him in here. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> like, he don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> so we'll see uh, on that lawsuit. There is another lawsuit, uh, I think, uh, somewhere in the news. But incoming email uh, directly to us, um, Billy Ray uh, from Nick Khan putting over that, uh, you know, we've, we all got through the pandemic together. Uh, everything, uh, was, uh, tough and you guys really pulled through, but now that we're back going at our uh, new headquarters, uh, that, uh, we're going to need everybody back to work five days a week. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so another update from PW insider reveals, there's been an overwhelming negative reaction to oh, that decision. <laughs> Part of the frustration comes from the fact that Khan sent out the email Tuesday morning, which leaves the employees, especially as those who need to arrange childcare or establish other routines with less than a week to prepare for the transition. Like uh, <laughs> while there's no way to confirm that Vince McMahon had anything to do with this sudden change, it was noted that Khan and Stephanie McMahon were the ones who introduced the hybrid work style to give employees the option of working from home or at the office. Some employees reportedly found that they were more productive from home and didn't have to spend the extra time traveling to Titan Towers in Stanford. One employee in particular said they would spend all day wanting, waiting to go home just so they could be more productive outside the office environment. Hmm. Meanwhile, there are some employees that are fearing the stress of returning to the office on the top of the fearing that the budget cuts will be following the WWE UFC merger. In the meantime, WWE is still in the process of transitioning employees by divisions to the new WWHQ in Stanford. It remains to be seen what will happen to Titan Towers once WWE's vacated the building they've owned for several decades. You got to blow it up, bro. Like, right. that's the fucking thing. You got to do a Vegas gimmick with it. Um, but. Yeah. Demolition death match at yeah. Old Titan Towers. I like it, dude. Fucking it. It blow uh, Omegas out of the water for sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, definitely ridiculous in one week. That's just unmanageable for most people, but that they might want to be cutting people. So they're going to go give right. them a week. Anybody who doesn't do it, get them the fuck out of yeah, here. That's a, that's a really good point. You know, and, 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 and this just goes to show that the more things change, the more things stay the same. Absolutely. How ass backwards are, are they running shit out there in the right. WWE? you're going from a big office to a bigger office when you had hybrid roles and your company's doing the best it ever has no. but you gotta have them under your thumb so you feel powerful or what have you right you can't do business that way and this is a bigger move in the way that sure it's wwe but every corporation that did this right so the wives some of them work for an insurance company and they said, because of HIPAA laws, you, we can never work from home in the way it is. Mm. COVID hits. Uh, you guys can work from home. Work from oh, home. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we've just broken our own credo. We can never right. do this, uh, but we're going to do this. Uh, but now, and none of them make a move until they see what other corporations are doing. So at a very high level, someone goes, no, we're bringing them back because we want them for this reason or whatever. Oh, they brought theirs back. We better bring ours back and we better bring ours back. And it really has nothing to do with the workflow process, uh, you know, the, the functionality of putting people in cubicles and spending the overhead on building and IT and maintenance and shit like that seems asinine to me, bro. Like mm -hmm. when, when you're already functioning in, in a productive way, the rest is just back to the plantation with slave masters looking over your fucking shoulder. And, and people are saying I'm less productive there because of 
without saying it, the paranoia and the constant bullshit and politics that goes on in WWE to do that. But here we are. They're going back to work because we bought this building. We got to fucking fill it with people to be important. Dumbasses, man. Um, in in Europe, they were testing out a four day work week. You know, and it's they started doing it here in the states now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is gonna transform, you know, uh, the way we work, right? And that's dope because it benefits us, right? They still get what they want, but we get what we want too. This is ass backwards, right? And this yeah. is what the WWE does, right? Because this has Vince McMahon all over it. It stinks. Right. It stinks of it stinks of Vince McMahon. Who else would think of doing something like this? Right. So so many other companies uh, have the work from home option now because of COVID. The American people and the people around the world know that it can be done now. Right. Leave me alone. But now we're 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 graduating to the four day work week. Right. You think Vince McMahon is going to go along with that? He's like, no, seven days, pal. That's what we yeah. want. We want. You know, get everybody in here in this building. That's what he says. I work seven days. What right. the fuck? Why are they only going to get five? You, you can work seven days if you want. You're also a multi-billionaire. Yep. Let me live my life. Give me a couple mil and I'm gone. I'm not yeah. working any day. No day. No day work week for me. Come on. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's 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 the mentality of these people. And that's why they become billionaires. But quite frankly, if if that's what it takes, I don't want it. You, you can you can go ahead and have yeah, it at right? what cost uh, having a fake marriage for over a decade okay. having your kids and, and bringing them in and firing your own children right. you know like uh all Several that times yeah yeah you know. uh the other lawsuit is uh from julia and holloman is investigating potential legal claims regarding the fairness of the merger terms mm. and potential conflicts of interest among other things silver lake may have interests that diverge from other shareholders interests and it could be used in a controlling state to extract unfair benefits so not as sexy as uh millennials bitching uh more of the terms of 9.3 billion hold on there's got to be an extra 40 million in here for us somewhere right yeah yeah mm. Like that's what that's what this one comes down to, um, you know. But uh, the, the the law the law department will have their hands full. It seems uh, here going forward, and, and they're going to have to be in the office every day. They can't do this from home. They they need to show up and take care of business. <laughs> uh, this is strange business. We talked about the new belt earlier, uh, and and Russo and Stevie and I talked about it. Uh, with that promo that Triple H cut was kind of Barry and Roman. Like he wanted time off and this is going to be a champion we can be proud of is here working. I'm like, we're, this guy had leukemia and fucking knocked it out of the park the last three years. Like what the right, fuck right, do you want right. from an employee, bro? Right. Give the guy time off. But that's not how that promo came off. Like, you know, like yeah. there was some backhanded burial in there. I agree. I say let Roman come over there and win it and, and shut him up too. Have three belts. Fuck Shout to, shouts to Strangler Steve. That's the that's the way he said he would book it. He was like, yeah. have Roman go over there and win that one too. Well, USA Network right. reportedly wants Roman Reigns on the bloodline on Raw. Right. So, yeah, right. well, of course. Uh, but coming from uh, Steve Carrier when he's uh, not – tweeting weird shit out it says we are told that usa network wants roman reigns over anything else having a title belt exclusive to raw is a second choice for usa network the bloodline remains the first choice for them carrier also noted that wwe is going hard for a bland, brand split this year which is a fucking stupid choice as well it's never worked out uh and that was told the networks are a major factor in the decision of who goes where yeah dude um 
you break this belt out on raw. And that means to me, they didn't even let the network know or clear it with them. And the network's like, hold on. You think he's going to be on SmackDown? Then we wanted him over here with us. So now if he stays there, he's got to win that title. To me, it seems like this is not uh, a well thought out plan. And the guy who we were dealing with, that was kind of, a creative director that got put into a much higher spot that doesn't have the stroke. I don't know how they've realigned since we allegedly ended, but (laughs) all they can do is kick and scream after the fact when they find out. But if they had some consultants, uh, they might, uh, they might've known this ahead of time was coming. So this is a, this is a clusterfuck. Right. I mean, (laughs) uh, it it, would have been real easy to solve. Right. And it goes back to WrestleMania. Right. And, yeah. and I, I listen, I had a real big problem with them not giving Cody Rhodes that belt at WrestleMania. So did I, buddy. I think Cody Rhodes should have went over. I think even but if it's Cody not Rhodes- about Cody going over that does anything. It's the it's what it does to rob Roman of the thousand days and the id that sends him into his next level of heel story. All that. So many things come from it. Right. But then Cody gets the belts. You introduce a new belt to SmackDown. You merge the the two belts together into one, which is what they're going to do with uh, with Roman Reigns anyway. But this belt right here, um, it, I'm like, a heavyweight title. I'm like, wait a minute. They already got the universal title and the WWE title. So now they brought back the heavyweight title. Um, is this a consolation prize? Like, that's what it comes off as. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they put this on Cody Rhodes. I wouldn't at all be surprised if it happened. I wouldn't be or Seth Rollins, right? Those are the two main main competitors that. Yeah, you got those two. You got Brock. You got um, Brock. Uh, what what's his name? Uh, that just beat Cena. Fucking uh, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Yeah, not yet, I don't think. Right, uh, you know, but but uh, it's a consolation prize. Right. Yeah, it absolutely is. But it's yeah. also an FU to Roman if if they put it on anybody else. Right. Well. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. And, and he said that. I think they could have come up with a better way. Can you do this? Can you put it on Solo Sokoa? I I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's too early. Yeah, I think it's too early. But but um, it could work. You know, it, it could work. The, the, as 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 over as the bloodline is right now, it could work. I'm I just, just saying, I'm what stakes, what what causes stakes that are really high drama stakes, right? Like mm-hmm. they're trying to shit on Roman, but it, that could be a work. And then what would cause stakes within the bloodline? Because that's what was the driving factor was Sammy within the bloodline and those relationships. What Jay Uso. could be Jay too? Yeah, give it to Jay. Like, I love Jay Uso. Man. Give it to him, and well, then that you goes start. back to the beginning of the story. So right, exactly. maybe they're not as dumb as we think they are here, and they we're are. leading people. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah. I give him zero credit until I see something. Anyway, go ahead. Triple H was standing behind the belly. He's like, "Could be me." Yeah, yeah. He's. he's, he's I, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if if uh, Triple. I actually said it to my son when we were watching. I'm like, Triple H is going to win this belt. I said it, you know, tongue in cheek, but still, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he put himself in there. If he didn't have the heart condition, he would be the first, the inaugural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got We got to have a champion. You can, you can respect. Proud of I'm, here, I'm here every week. A game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here seven days, like Vince McMahon wants. That's right. Um, someone who reigns takes time off. He doesn't want to freaking come to work. What the hell's going on? Need to come back. (laughs) Uh, someone who's tightening their belt, uh, and uh, was very cool. She retweeted us. 
uh, this week uh, after a positive clip Taz or Taz Kaz uh, put out. But Nia Jack says that she caught the bug to wrestle again following her 2023 Royal Rumble appearance. Uh, she said, I just agreed to do the Rumble and was and uh, just the unsurety of myself right now. I wasn't in the best shape and I wasn't expecting to come back full time because it takes a lot to come back full time. I wasn't expecting to come back full time at the Rumble. I did catch the bug again when I got in the ring. I was like, oh, this feeling, this adrenaline that comes through you. I was breathing super hard before I went out. Uh, I did catch the bug after being in the Rumble where it was like, oh, maybe uh, coming back would be a cool thing if people remember me. The only thing I didn't I I'd want to do is to come back and help anybody I could. I'd love to add to the division. Uh, it would be something that I'd love to do. So pretty uh, <laughs> straight up political, you know what I mean, uh, without asking for it, that of coming back. But obviously she broke the internet this week with a great 50-pound weight loss and the word that Charlotte Flair is helping her and then the side-by-side pictures. Sis just really kicking ass on her uh, probably diet program and 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 – everyday cardio and whatever she's doing um man i like i said in the clip they they that uh, kaz put out whatever her goal weight is x amount and i think she can definitely accomplish it do you do that on camera and show to get to that point or let her hit the goal and then bring her back in a wow factor you know what i mean either way there's uh it's worthy of a storyline to be talked out but i hope she keeps kicking ass and and comes back and you know we're just like blown away at the difference from what we saw at Royal Rumble uh, to where she is and how she can move. However, the I want to come back and do what I can for the division and help everybody out. It'd be like, fuck that. I'm coming back and I'm going to be the fucking right. baddest bitch in this place, which, right. you know, would be cool. Nia Jax, Ray Ripley, Nia with a new Charlotte or new Nia with Charlotte. There's it, th- those are really good. And who knows, dude, to be honest with you, it could set things in like to, to big uh, sister do drop. Imagine yeah. Dewdrop got in like crazy shape off well, of that. I mean, we, we could right do biggest loser stuff. We could do all kinds of stuff with it, man. I mean, right now, all you got to do is give him some Redelsis or so some Ozempic or something like that. The diabetes drugs that are dropping people that people are going to get to drop drop weight, drop 50 pounds. Is that what they're doing? I, dude, I, I, I would way rather say drink your gallon of water, sweat right. your ass off. And this is a thing, Ben. Like, this is a thing. Like, people who need diabetes uh, 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 medication oh. can't get it because other people are getting it to drop weight because it's so effective. You Jesus can lose 30, Christ. 40, 50 pounds. Yeah. So I'm, I'm off possibly. on that. I don't I'm know. Not, I'm not trying to say that that's what Nia Jax did. The most electrifying woman in sports entertainment, the people's leg drop. I remember it very well. Okay. Yeah. If you don't remember the people's leg drop, go look it up. She did this. And it was the most electrifying move in, uh, in women's wrestling still to this day. Um, so yeah, I'd love to see Nia Jax back, <laughs> but I I see her in the, I'd love to see her in the bloodline, bro. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's all she's related. Right. It's all the family. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess so. I, I just don't put a mic on her. She's, she's <laughs> you know, she's not very good at that. But um, I want to see big Nia Jax. I mean, I mean, I'm glad that she's, you know, getting in shape and doing all this stuff. But the juggernaut like woman, you know, like awesome Kong. Yeah. I just love Awesome Kong. You know, like, I'm like, yo, she's going to. I don't know, bro. I think, I've, like, if you look at Nia's stuff when before she got into wrestling and she was uh, 
whatever they say, plus size model. Yeah, dude, if she likes all that TikTok shit, she could be a baddie with the with the with the thick throwback Megan the Stallion type shit too, bro. I think she could. <laughs> I think she could pull that, that out. I haven't seen it. Yeah, her face is beautiful, man. So, oh no, she's uh, a beauty. She's she's very pretty in the face, right? Yeah. No, but I mean, like now her new pictures, like I haven't seen them. I'm looking them up right now. Yeah, I mean, she's got a ways to go still to hit that benchmark, but it's not like she can't if, uh, uh, you know, saying fat butts aren't the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Ask the average black man and uh, you'll find out, right? So. She's a lot of weight. I see it here, man. Yeah, dude, it's a lot of of work. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know about those pill gimmicks, dude. I've just been uh, trying to box and uh, do do what I can, you know. Yeah, do it the right way. Do it it the real way. But now, man, everything is artificial. So Give me that tea, Joe. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Let's see here. Uh, Speaking (laughs) of artificial, uh, possible reason for awkward moments during Braun Strowman's tag match on uh, SmackDown. According to Mike Johnson uh, from PW Insider via Stooge Report of Paul Heyman, Braun Strowman is currently out of action with a concussion, and it's unknown for how long he'll be sidelined. Strowman was apparently hurt during his tag match with Ricochet on April 21st, 2023 edition of SmackDown. Strowman was scheduled for weekend events, but was pulled from those shows. The match had a few awkward moments, including when Strowman tried to throw Ricochet. Well, it's not throw. He beeled him over the top rope into the Mm -hmm. ring, which sucks to take. Uh, into the Viking Raiders, but Ricochet came nowhere close to hitting either of them and landed on his side, which also yeah. sucked to take. Uh, Strowman also stumbled while trying to walk through the ring ropes of the apron. So, yeah, he might have got his bell rung, and that's what fucked it up absolutely for team butt stuff. Um, but that, that <laughs> but that fucking move was dumb as shit, and uh, w- whatever uh, um, agent okayed that, right. uh, that's, not, that's not the way to be doing things. So... Um, and it was double stupid in the booking because you have two individual stars that, yeah, you've paired them together because of a rib, because of what Braun tweeted after Saudi Arabia about flippy floppy guys putting himself and Omos over for having a Giants match. Big fucking deal. So now we got them team butt stuff together doing dumb shit where they're hurting each other on the same team. Real good look, boys. <laughs> but they're fucking going over on the established tag team, the Viking Raiders, with a heel manager at ringside, and they been repackaged five times now and this is finally the right repackaging of them like the show vikings and then they get beat by these two fucking guys yeah okay so now bronze on the shelf with his uh with a concussion ricochet is gonna have to possibly go solo and you just beat the viking raiders and didn't use their heel manager in the finish to have them go over you couldn't do worse business in a segment well you know um, I have my issues with, with Braun Strowman, um, not necessarily him, but the way he's been booked, right. And what they've done. I mean, this guy is a well, dude. You, you book him as a monster. He's going to be on social media dressed as wonder woman. I blame that. I blame that on the WWE as well. They should, they should have a talent freaking, uh, a meeting and say, listen, this is unacceptable. Yeah, social media star, bro. I will gladly be there every day to check everybody's shit. Oh, Seven days a week, over, and, and you want to do out of character interviews? That sure you can do them. Just going to cost you five grand and fines. Right. Keep Boom. doing what you want to do. Right. That's a, that's that's the way to do it. And, and you sit everybody down. And be like, listen, this is unacceptable. You can't do this. If you do do this, we're going to fine you. Third time, three strikes, you're out. That's it. That's yep. simple. Where are you going to go? Go to AEW. Let's see how well that works out for you. You know, like, wh- wh- where are you going to go? 
right? So this is the big time. This is where you want to be, right? But so I also blame that on the WWE. If Braun Strowman wants to dress up like Wonder Woman and put that on, on social media, they should have pulled them immediately and be like, what the hell are you doing? Take that down right now, you know, and, 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 and never do anything like this again. Actually, you just completely screwed up your character. I don't know if there's any coming back from this. You know, but but did they do that? No, they probably promoted. Oh, do more. Why don't you dress up like I don't know, like like uh, Wednesday from freaking that? Your elf, your elf this week. Hey, right. we need you over at the new uh, energy drink sponsor to come in some Daisy Dukes and right. and do Thunder from Down Under in their boardroom for them because that's what that's what all the CEOs wanted was to see a giant guy uh, dance with his shirt off it. And I, oh, okay, good stuff, everybody. Uh, Ricochet, you know. Um, what, what can I say? This is the best Thumbs possible. Up. Thumbs up, everybody. <laughs> this is the best possible situation for him because his entire run at the WWE has been trash, you know. Um, and so maybe so this. Well, yeah, it's not saying much, but you I think, think you beeled over the top rope and landed on almost on your head and your fucking hip is now I'm making it. God bless him, bro. Oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Your own teammates got to bump you harder than anybody in the match. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, it's 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 you know, I mean, I. It's this tag team is a is a problem from the beginning, but whatever. Like, what are these guys doing? You know, but as long as you do it right or whatever. But I'm not. I'm just not a fan. You know, there's uh, no there's no drill that I've ever participated in where one guy beals his tag team partner over the top rope, and the guy coming in off the ropes is supposed to catch him and take a bump. I've never never, never run that high spot yeah. before, and then there's never probably happened. a reason for it why it's not done. <laughs> Good. Uh, MJF issues a statement about wrestlers performing dangerous feats and mm. then tweet apologize, dive repeats, deletes it. Uh, AW world champ MJF issued a following statement via Twitter. The more wrestling fans become bloodthirsty for these dangerous feats in the ring, the more wrestlers will hurt themselves to curry fans favor wrestlers. The fans don't understand that at any given point, we can be paralyzed from the neck down or even die from a maneuver as simple as a body slam. By the way, fans reading this, slam body slams hurt. Every move hurts. They'll keep moving the goalpost of what they deem is good. So before you do something stupid, consider this. There, uh, consider this. There, tweet about your banger going to pay for your. Is a tweet about your banger going to pay for your medical bills? Do the right thing. Go in that ring with the intention of winning the match and leaving the ring the same way you entered it. Get the winner's purse and get out. Well, that part's stupid because there's no change from winner's purse or not. Uh, but he, tweet, he tweeted that and deleted it, and then Disco said, bro, don't apologize for that shit. That shit's right. There's plenty of snapshots that put it out there, but why would he delete it when he's the champ? Well, there's some pressure from high spot spot monkeys on his fucking show probably that – Came down and said, bro, you can't put that out there like that. Guys are going to be hot at you. Well, fuck them. Because yeah. probably, you know why he says that? Because he can win with a headlock takeover, do nothing in a match, put a ring on, hit you one time, and go over. As opposed to going, you know what? I'm going to do a fucking uh, frog splash moonsault to the outside on you through a table. And you move. I'll take the table. But then uh, throw me back in the ring and I'll kick out on two. Oh, okay. Right. He, okay. He he needs to talk to his boy Sammy Guevara ASAP. ASAP, wow, dude, that last yeah. night was was ridiculous, bro. I, that's exactly what I was talking about. Like I saw that last night, and I'm like, you know, and you know, when I was a kid watching ECW, 
you know that that was new to me though that was dope yeah you know? me too bro i watched right. i loved it right and i was like my gosh you know this is incredible and it was it was incredible you know i i, I have fond memories of 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 that time um and for a long time and then and then i got into new japan you know um and and the strong style right and that, and that was dope to me you know i was like man this is awesome right but now i see it every week i see it all the time and everybody does it Right. And, and, and that's uh, beyond the, the health uh, aspects of it, which is something we should talk about for sure. Right. But it becomes boring. It becomes predictable. And it's not special anymore. For one. Two, MJF was absolutely right. Why are you doing this week after week after week on television? When you, If you're going to do something crazy, like Sammy does it all the time. He does the crazy thing. Oh, I'm going to do something crazy. And then he gets on a ladder and jumps in Shawn Michaels' spot, right? right? And 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 jumps off a jumps off a ladder on some match that doesn't matter. Week after week after week into a table, knock it off, man. And almost lands on his head every time. Doesn't land clean. Oh God, it's so it's so brutal to watch. They got this dude Commander. Yeah, dude, that guy's unbelievable, bro. Yeah, but but you know, and and I saw him live for the first time, right? Like I didn't know who he was. I was sat there and I looked at him, and and, you know. and I'm like, you know, this this dude can do incredible things on the ropes, but it doesn't look believable because he takes forever to do it. He takes forever to do, and he has to because he has to balance himself on these freaking on these ropes, right? To to do the, and I, I get that, but it just doesn't look believable to me. Only to hit him with something, and there, then you got to throw him in the ring, and he's gonna kick out. Right, and then he loses. He loses. Yeah. You know, so so you're, you're, why do you keep going out on the ropes? But someday this rope technique will work out for me. <laughs> One of these days this is going to work. I know it is. I'm going to keep trying it. I'm committed. Stick Seven days a week. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, at the end of the day, man, like, it, it, again, this goes back to the leadership. This goes back to Tony Khan. And he should sit everybody down and tell them, listen, we're not going to do this right now. Have a wrestling match. They can get over with what they're doing in the ring, right? No, they're, 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 no they can't. They, 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 no, to, they can't. To that crowd, they can, Ben, because they don't, that, they don't understand. They don't understand character, mm-hmm. and they, they they can't have a match without going outside the ring. But, but the, the, the AEW crowd, the AEW crowd is is different, um, and and that's and this is what I mean. There's no growth. There there is there's a there's no expanding the audience. It is the same people going to see this over and over again. Yeah. So they'll be entertained by by uh, it's a different type of wrestling fan, you know. They'll be entertained by whatever's going on in the ring. It's not to say that it's going to move the needle, that that it's going to make money, that it's going to bring more eyes to the product. But those people will watch. So you don't have to be doing the crazy stuff twenty four seven. Is what I'm saying. Go ahead. I Sorry. like that you label virgins with Asperger syndrome as different. Definitely, you know, you, we, we got to come up with something different. <laughs> <laughs> We got to come up with something. So, you know, but that, that's it at the end of the day. Like, I mean, it, it really needs to stop. And, I, and, 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 I, and, you know, I used to love watching the Bucks. You know, I, I used to love. It looks. If, if they do it right, it's great. But so often on AEW television. It's exposed because yeah. it's not it, it's just not done. It's not executed properly. No, you it, know, it comes off as a middle school play. Almost. Right. Every time. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and, and I, I still support AEW. I still want to watch I because we need the alternative, you know, so I'm, I'm still watching. But but there's obvious problems with that. Yeah. You know, and, and somebody needs to sit them down and say, hey, let's cut cut this off. We don't need to be jumping off of ladders every freaking week. 
We don't need to be breaking tables every week. We don't need thumbtack matches. We don't need any of that shit. Let's uh-huh. let's fall back. If you're gonna do something like that, make it special. Well, we're doing dumb shit in NXT because at uh, Spring Breaking Special from Tuesday night, three people uh, have been injured off of that uh-huh. show alone, bro. So, uh, but Meltzer doesn't or Alvarez doesn't know the extent. He says I don't know the extent of all of them, but I can tell you that Sol Ruka does have some sort of injury. Mm-hmm. That's why they did the angle. Grayson Waller did get hurt in his match, which led directly to the finish. And Indy Hartwell got injured in her match, three in one show. I did hear from somebody yesterday that, like, you know, man, they just have these guys do all this crazy stuff, and no wonder everybody's hurt all the time. What happened with Indy and Grayson Waller is just one of the things where something went wrong. It was was not anything where you can would think that it would go wrong. Yeah, so you should always think that and and tone your shit down and have a plan B if you need to in, in what's going on now. They have great referees and protocol for that. But if you've got HBK and you've got um, uh sarah del rey and uh and fucking prince albert at the top and they're doing these kids are doing high spots to try and get noticed and punching their bump card for a show that it's drawing no money yeah. really and then why are they doing that just to impress you so they can get called up and meanwhile they're bumped out by the time they get up there they're all injured yeah. instead of teaching character doing story with minimal payoff with very basic matches mm-hmm. and let, yeah, we can train some crash pad shit and let them save it for up there. But my God, dude, you're, you're investing in these racehorses and beating the shit out of them before you even put them in the Kentucky Derby and they're not <laughs> worth the shit by that time. Right, so right. it's absolutely asinine. And I get that these kids are hungry to, to make a, uh, an impact on upper management, but you got to protect them from himself or reset the standard that you're going to get over by being a good character and captivating that way, not taking insane bumps, bro. And, and what they're doing at AEW with buddy who just broke his leg and has zero character ability really as well. Now that kid's career might be over on the shelf because of that. Meanwhile, a guy that we have in Fandango, (laughs) <laughs> looks like a million bucks does all character and can work indies every weekend as a top guy, bro. Yeah. You know, no, they come to be for that. Up. but it's, it's, it, that's a talent and it's rare. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, and it's, not, uh, it's just gotta be trained the right way, bro. I can train any of those kids to focus on character and let them know. Like I tell my green horn students who are, I say, what are you guys? They go, we're the shits. I go, so no one can blame you. Right. Yeah. Cause we suck. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. But you know, character is everything. And that's the fun part while you're learning the fundamentals of wrestling and how to, and how to do that. So protecting them with character is way, way more important, bro. No, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I agree with you at the end of the day. And and, and I love uh, just seeing regular wrestling, right? I don't, I don't need character, but I am, I am a very niche of a niche, right? Uh, a, a wrestling fan that I could sit down and watch a match just purely to see what they can do in the ring. I can do but that. That niche is a character. If you got an Oni Lorcan or a guy like that, that's a straight fucking badass wrestler mixed in with characters, He's going to stand out and give you that flavor of ice cream that you're going to be pumped about on the card when it's a straight wrestling match with no bullshit involved. I loved the Eddie Guerrero Benoit feuds too right. when when it was WCW and would just be a uh, Guerrero oh, Malenko. 
Right, or, or, or anything, anything that fucking Mr. Perfect would do, or you know what I mean? Right, like, right. I, that was my favorite shit too. But if everybody's doing that, then it means right, right, and that and that's that's the problem. Everybody's doing it. Wheeler Yuta is not special. I don't care. I wish I did. I just don't. You know, and 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 that's the the way it is with so many of these wrestlers. Like, it's just I've seen it before. Everybody's right. doing it. You know, so it's it's it, it is a thing. Um. That's why MJF is special because he can talk on the mic. This is why a hangman page will he's been not doing, make it. He's been acting since he was five years old and he understands character. I was just saying, I tell my students, in every one of us, there's thousands of characters. You might, I might be called to be uh, the uh, do the pirate gimmick or what have you, right? Uh, As opposed to because I fit it uh, to do a Viking, to do whatever it is. You know what I mean? Uh, going forward, uh, the, the maniac or whatever I need to be escaped from a, uh, a mental hospital. And, and I'm fucking, uh, what's his name with the swastika on his fucking head? Uh, uh, Manson. Manson. Right. Like, dude, like, just because I'm Ben mean today doesn't mean the CIA won't give me the code word and I become something else tomorrow. Dope. Dope. That's a, that's a, that's the new evolution of Ben Hamid. <laughs> CIA informant. Or CIA double agent. Uh, yeah, well, that's what this is. This they made me do this voice. Right. There you go. Oh. That'd be incredible, man. <laughs> you know, but but this is why Hangman Page won't make it in the WWE. He's incredible. He's incredible in the ring, but he can't cut a promo, bro. He is not. He has. He doesn't have like two two drops of charisma. He just doesn't have it. You know, he's um, got a lot of Triple H in him, bro. But <laughs> but but the like to look and like. If you look at him, could he not play the Connecticut Blue Blood? Yeah. Could he not play the the Rebel Biker? Yes. He's a cowboy now. Uh, there's yes. thousands of characters, but you need to commit to the bit, learn how to develop a character voice and backstory, so that you, drives you your delivery right. and what you, whatever you right. say goes through right. those that funnel that that right. filter. He's he's still a middle school teacher trying to cut a promo, bro. <laughs> I will say this, Triple H, as much as I, I give him crap, when he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, he pulled that off really well. Yeah, dude, he, he committed to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He committed I thought that to was it. Dope. He's like, oh, it's you, when he would look at people. Yeah, the hog pen match was great. Yeah, yeah he'd have the yeah. glass of wine or whatever, the snifter or whatever, you know? like. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It worked. Oh, he, you got to make it work because that's what you're given. Those guys got hired by their buddies, and they just thought they were over. You ain't over. <laughs> as rip rogers would say um aew star says he's working out hard to get back uh in action and being out of action for almost a year uh but kyle o'reilly has not wrestled mm. since uh, june 8th uh and o'reilly's friend and teammate adam cole wrote this about o'reilly the following message says you're my brother you're my family i would not be the pro wrestler the man i am today without you in my life nothing but kyle o'reilly i will miss you more than ever o'reilly responded with the following message thanks i miss you too bro uh, my career is meaningless without you. What the fuck? In Never public, ever grateful to be your friend, working hard to get back and fighting <laughs> alongside you someday, bro. Like, why do we even know about this, dude? Whoa. These weird homoerotic bro exchanges, <laughs> even the one last night with uh, you know, Sammy and MJF. It's just, I don't know why we're doing all this. Come shower with me and I'll pee on your feet and we'll giggle about it together. Bullshit, <laughs> like. It's all so very strange to me, bro. Uh, this is not real men. Uh, what what they what they do in public, like it's fine to give no, somebody you know, their yeah. props. You know what I mean? But like, right. 
my career would be I, I just can't be i'm nothing without you like oh my no, but but I mean, yeah, of course, right? That that's that's weird, and I get it. You know, they they were I, I saw them at Ring of Honor. They were a tag team, you know, and the whole deal, right? They came up together. They, I saw them when they were um, in the undercard, right? Both of them together. Um, Kyle O'Reilly is a perfect example of a wrestler that got over in the ring but can't do much else. I used to love Kyle. He's O'Reilly. been working on character the last couple of years, though. Oh, really? he, he he's definitely put in a little bit more. I hope so. I like I like Kyle quite a bit. I think he's fantastic in the ring. I, I I used to go watch his match. He used to be with Davey Richards often. And I used to love Davey. That's another guy that can't cut a promo to save his soul. But he was so good, you know, in, in the ring that I would watch. Um, regardless, um, why are you doing this in public? Why? I mean, why? Do, if you do something in public, see, and I go through this with people all the time. If I send you a text message, it belongs to you. If I wanted to make it public, I'd have made it public myself. I'd have, I'd have put it on Twitter or wherever and sent it to you that way. But no, I sent you, I sent it to you direct because I don't want it to be out, right? These people clearly want other people to see this. I don't understand it. I have, I have a real hard time with it. And then they're going back and forth telling each other this, like, like jerking each other off figuratively, you know, on it's just so people can, so they can get attention. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand. Like, well, you're right. You're, on, you're right on this, and I because we've got two more stories that are from two different camps that are right in this conversation with right. the strangeness of the use of social media. Chavo Guerrero says he was being a heel following mm-hmm. his public comments about Rey Mysterio. Uh, as previously noted, Chavo stated during a virtual signing that we're tired of people prostituting the family name for the their benefit. On Monday night, Guerrero tweeted the following: "If Ray, if at Ray Mysterio is is really mentioning the Guerrero name only in tribute and not to line his own pockets with cash, maybe he'll donate some of that money to charity, or even better, how about to Eddie's daughters? That'll show myself and the fans that he's not prostituting the family name." An hour after sending that tweet, Guerrero quoted Mark Twain with the line, it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled, and then wrote the following. This is how a heel should tweet. Hook, line, and sinker. I still got it. I don't think so, bro. I think that's that feels like a follow-up off of a tipping your hand forward like Rey Mysterio wants to come in, unless they're trying to work something with the Dominic angle. But then to follow up with the like, just kidding, I'm a, that was a heel tweet. Everyone who got pissed about it. Well, why would you expose your business if you were working only an hour ago? Right. There's no reason. It seems like he put that out. Really feels like some vitriol. Ray reached out and goes, what's the heat, Briz? And yeah. can you do something to redact it? Yeah, I'll put out that I was heel tweeting and da-da-da. That seems a lot more of what the reality of this situation is as opposed to, donate to charity or Eddie's daughters. When you start saying that type of shit, yeah. it's on another level. You know what I mean? No, that, that, that was damage control, man. Clearly, yeah. clearly like, why are you putting stuff like that out? Right. And, and also you never really had it. I, I hate to say it, but you- we are in control now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but he was never really, he's like, I still got it. What, what did you really have? You had the Guerrero name. Yeah, uh, you know, and 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 you were you were decent in the ring, but that's well, about this it. is on the heels of all the very strange Vicky Guerrero and Shaw and uh, Sherilyn accusations, and and gonna you know disown her and all this stuff, and he was kind of involved in that too. So 
I don't know. I, I I don't know why why he would say something like that. I mean, it's clear that they're playing paying tribute to Eddie. You yeah, know, they did with the WrestleMania entrance. I thought it was great, and even with uh, Dominic with the fucking the mullet, the mullet, bro, it's right. perfect. Yeah, no, I don't think my wife recognized it. I don't think anybody's pimping out Eddie's name, bro. They're 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 just taking caveats from the past that even little kids don't know about, but fans no. like us, when Dom was in that angle, that they're paying respect to. That's high right. level play. I don't feel like no. at all that they're they're cashing in off it now. LWO. Maybe you need to kick some of that money that way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If the but WWE bought WCW, and if they want to get the most out of reigniting that brand, that's got nothing to do with Ray like pimping out Eddie's shit, bro. That's like, hey, we own this off the NWO, and Latin culture's hot. Let's reignite it and sell some goddamn T-shirts. I don't right. feel like that's it either. No, no, no. I think you're absolutely right. I I don't think they're trying to profit. I mean, I mean, not not a uh, Mysterio. And his, no. and his son. I don't think they're trying to profit off it. First of all, they don't need it. They don't need to do it. <laughs> Raise yeah. the top merch seller in the history of WWE, right. I think, bro. Right, right. He, he doesn't, they don't need to do that shit. So um, what's, I don't understand uh, the argument here. Clearly they're playing tribute to the guy. Be happy. They're keeping right. his memory alive. They're introducing him to a brand new set of people that never saw him before. And now they're going to go back and be like, who's Eddie Guerrero? Oh, I want to see that entrance. I want to see what he did, lie, cheat, steal, the whole deal, you know? So, I mean, this is a good thing. I don't see why it's a bad thing, and I think he was playing damage control. I think you're absolutely right. It it seems inauthentic as fuck. It does. If there was really heat there, like, why take the crack at Ray and be like, well, LWO's coming back. This is my opportunity to get in and represent the Guerrero name the way it should be done, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And be the coach of the LWO or whatever it is, because he was part of it too, bro. Yeah. So, and even even if like one guy gets beat down and they get heat on him, and oh, it's going to be a shitty six, right? Let's just say that. But the the other uh, heels jury duty take out fucking uh, one of uh, LWO uh, DJZ was supposed to be. Let's just say that they get heat. Who's going to replace them? Out Chavo comes to tag with Ray and them, bro. It's just like this type of heat doesn't seem like worker heat to me. Like mm-hmm. it, like that's a heel tweet. Well. Uh, you're not a heel. You're pretty well beloved because of the Guerrero name. Strange. Yeah, right. Um, then follow up on that. Jeff Jarrett, Double J, uh, gives his thoughts on uh, wrestlers using social media to complain. Uh, during an inter- an appearance with uh, the Zaslow show, uh, Jeff Jarrett gave his thoughts. He said, here's what I've learned through the years. It's uh, an old philosophical quote. Each and every day, the older I get, the more I understand that I absolutely know nothing. It's the different platforms. The uh, I have five kids, all different ages. ages. Uh, my younger ones don't know a life without social media. It's the evolution. Uh, years ago, talent that didn't have social media and liked to complain where they did. Where did they complain? They complained at the nightclubs, at the gym, in the dressing room. It's all the same. Now the double-edged sword is these guys complain. They don't understand. They're creating a narrative of who their character is. Guys in the years gone by the complain when they step through the curtain. Uh, that's what the public consumes this as. Now, when you peel back the onion uh, and this guy is complaining or bitching, uh, that kind of defines their character. You're literally giving the audience the opportunity to vote yes or no on, am I going to spend my money and my time and getting emotionally engaged in this character? That's the reality. Some folks, as we speak, they learn their lessons the hard way, unfortunately. And he's absolutely right, whether it's 
Rhea Ripley or fucking uh, Sasha Banks or any of them that are just constant uh, Twitter offenders when it when it comes to not paying off the investment that the company's put in you. And then once the spotlight's not on you with the machine behind you, it's glaringly apparent how <laughs> you really have to offer, you know? So, uh, but this pops me because double J got into the heat with Russo like three months ago. So we're <laughs> learning, but, but he's smart and quantifying it with the older I get, the more I don't know shit. And wow. that's the same as I tell my fucking greenhorns, what are you guys? We're the shits. <laughs> and uh, now you can't hold them accountable. So smart worker right there. And I'll tell you what, a, a damn good match last night on uh, AEW. The finish, I got a little weird for me, but most of the match was like, wow, this guy is just so damn good, bro. Right, right. Just Kenny. stands in the middle of the ring and, and gets fed for, but it all makes sense. Yeah, was I, was, I was telling my uh, my son, because my son doesn't know who Jeff Jarrett is, you know, and, and we were sitting there watching him, and I'm like, yo, Jeff Jarrett is the dude, you know, like, <laughs> and he looks so good out there. I think he's in incredible freaking shape. He's still doing his thing, so it's it's yeah. it's it's it's, uh, it's cool to watch. Um brings up a lot of valid points, man. You know, and the social media has, has really transformed a lot of things, but um, you can use it to, you can use it for good too, right? Like you can use it, you know, if, if, if you, I mean, I don't know if it's the best way to go about it in most situations, but if something goes down, right. And uh, you're not happy about it, you could start airing your grievances there and sure. get more attention on you. What you do with it is different at that point. You know, but when you're within the confines of the company, there should be, you know, a, a, a rule, you know, that like, I mean, you have to sign a con. I would I would I would make a contract Especially for heels. You right. know what I mean? Especially. And, and baby faces. If you want to get over, you can't be taking pictures with heels and exposing them. None of that. I mean, none of that shit. Right. It's a it's a it's way more of a tool and a weapon to enhance your character and right. your storyline. Right. Then right. it should ever be anything self-aggrandizing that is just the you that is the private life of you. We sign that off. They're like, no, that's the old way. No, well, you see how it's going. You yeah. see that no, you're not that over because you're blowing off your heat because you're giving him the humanized piece of you because you need some little dopamine hit to realize right. that I'm still a person. Yeah, you know, like bullshit. yeah, it's just a, that would be totally out, like completely and totally. Like, don't yeah. none of that. None of that takes place, you know. Um, if if you're if you're a, a a face and you do a make a wish, great, put that up all over the place, you know. But heels don't do make a wish. No. Just you know, you know when it got bad is when they went and did that show in Rome, like mm -hmm. what was it, five, four or five years ago? And Instagram was really just starting to take off, take off. Yeah. And Roman and all those guys were in a feud together. Matt Hardy, I remember, was in the pictures, and they were pumped to be in Rome at the Coliseum. There are modern gladiators. I get it, but. Let's save those pictures, bro. We're in the middle of like that's for us. Like to put all that out there when they had when they had big feuds going. Uh, that was like one of the first. We don't give a fuck, and, and then people were like, "I'm changing my name to Lexi Kaufman because that's who I am on here." But on TV, I'm a kid. Oh, okay, right. now where are you? It's so stupid. now where are you? Yeah, it's it, so it, it defeats the purpose, and it's gonna get get you less money ultimately. In my absolutely, opinion. and right. that's what we're here for, yeah. and that is what we're here for. Uh, possible spoiler about Impact's major surprise. You guys can check out the latest episode of the Impact Attack with Let's Go Brandon. I think Chris Ams joined the the fold on that as well, and the Vet. Uh, big shout out to the Vet. Thanks for 
co-hosting the Monday Locker with me. Another great episode there. Uh, check it out on channelattitude.com exclusively. But Impact Wrestling announced its major surprise is set for Spring Slugfest this weekend in Chicago. Chicago getting a lot of shows here. Uh, and a possible spoiler for surprise, PW Insider is reporting that Trinity Fatu, formerly Naomi, will debut for the company at the tapings and it will not be a one-night appearance. So uh, the following matches were also scheduled. Steve Macklin, Monster Factory Zone, and PCO confrontation. Mm. Uh, knockouts tag champs, The Coven, which is Taylor Wilde and Kylan King versus Deanna Perrazzo and Jordan Grace. And Moose and Brian Myers mm. versus uh, Bupinder, uh, Gujar, and you, you, um, Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, good. Let's get, let's get those guys, Deuce. <laughs> Say that five times fast. <laughs> I like that. Right. <laughs> Where's Shanky? How many weeks till Shanky gets here? We'll tag him with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. Um, and then our final, uh, well, what do you think about that? Naomi, uh, to, uh, to impact, uh, to debut. That's the one that I think should be in the bloodline, right? She she really? perfect in the bloodline. I, I like her quite a bit. First off, she's hot, right? She's like super hot in my opinion. Um, and and, and she works hard. She tries, man. You know, I I think she can compliment them well. Um, I like her. Um, I I liked Sasha Banks, even though I don't think Sasha Sasha Banks is very convincing on the mic. Uh, I, I'm I'm one of the only ones that, think- that idea. <laughs> I'm glad you sympathize, okay? Because I get pushback from people on that all all the time. Um, but you know, they they left the WWE right on on, on their own principle. They hated Vince McMahon. I, I can always get behind that. I, I love people who bet. I think on they hated Johnny Ace and Carano more than they hated Vince. They hated those two. Whatever, right? Good. I'm glad they they went out and did what they did. And, and you gotta you gotta respect that. Like I, I always respect AJ Styles for doing what he did. You know, and and betting on himself, and look at what it got him. Even Cody Rhodes, look look at what it got him. You know, sure. and then, you know, so I respect the hell out of that. You know, so um, they're trying to do the same. You know, um, uh, I think Naomi needs to do something bigger than wrestling, though, like than what they were doing. And if, but take the wrestling part, the dance, the cheerleader stuff, yeah. the the bright colors and clothes, and is it a shoe line? Is it right, uh, right, right? Like uh, something uh, fashion related? Like she's the new um dance dance revolution action pack the naomi expansion pack or something like Dope. that you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. like that's i agree the, with you going to impact isn't going to get that done i i agree with you going to impact isn't going to get much of anything done you know just right. going to get back in the face of i don't know how many people good for her though and um, I, like, I like that you like want her in the bloodline because i would put her in the bloodline but she would be the catalyst for problems more than Yoko. Um, you Yoko. know what I mean? Be- yeah. A because rocks mom wouldn't like her because she's not really uh, an Islander. Love it. <laughs> you I know love what it. I mean? Right. Like, but without saying it, you play that card in there. Yeah. Then I would also have her cause I'm watching, rewatching the shield right now. Um, do you remember uh, the character Shane? His, I never his saw the shoot. Okay. So, yeah. Like the the second in command cop guy, his he gets uh, this chick who's like a head case knocked up, and marries her quickly. But she causes more problems for the squad of like possibly getting them killed from stealing uh, Armenian mob money and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So she could be a catalyst that fucks things up with inside of it, not because she's trying to, but because of her own selfishness. We could have had all those little character traits 
like I said, the story is the bloodline is strong, but what keeps happening inside the bloodline that they have to keep regulating on? I love it. That, that's an excellent. That's an excellent idea. I love that. Um, if if anybody's listening and they want to, well, it'll be on me. <laughs> if anybody's listening, go to Patreon.com/slash/TommyMediaGroup. <laughs> right, right, right. Subscribe to the consultants because there's probably about seventy ideas in there <laughs> that were pitched to you that you can use and you'll still get wrong and only get ten percent of the value. From <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she's going to impact, man. You know, it, it, it'll be nice to see her again. She should uh, tap on um, whatever Sasha Banks is doing and go over to New Japan. I think that's a bigger stage for. Her. She can shine over there and and maybe somehow work or go to AEW if you want, you know, even though that's like the wasteland for women's professional wrestling. You know, it's just not they can't do anything with those people. And they they got talented girls there. They just can't do anything with them. Um, So I think think it's something with the NFL, with the cheerleaders and like, you know, to to highlight those girls and, and to come out and do a dance thing like that. And. And do it at Jacksonville with Tony, you know, whatever it is. Something that's a great those. idea, you know. Um, and, and she's very capable of doing yeah. those things. So yeah. why not? Um, because she was she was a professional cheerleader, right? Wasn't it for like uh, the Miami Heat or something like I that? I don't know. I know she can dance her ass off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, she's a funkadactyl. She's a funk yeah. of fucking uh our final story of the day uh the hot one blowing up uh all week long but what people are saying yeah mm. about cm punk behind the scenes meeting with chris jericho it was recently reported that cm punk was going to be involved in a meeting with chris jericho leading up to punk's return to AEW TV. it's believed that the meeting took place with wade keller uh, he says i heard the meeting took place with jericho and ftr i think it was supposed to be on friday i think <clears throat> that may have well played out why uh was in tampa florida i just heard from one source that it went well uh fightful select also had details regarding the meeting it's believed the meeting was relatively uneventful all things considered and especially when taken into consideration the issues the two have had it was added the sources familiar with the situation also claimed that it seemed as if the two could end up working together without issue but also pointed towards punk's recent history as well as uh jericho um uh, welcoming confrontation uh mm. but then the other part of that was uh whoops oh let's see here one second oh, i gotta go back that people uh backstage at wwe when he visited weren't really impressed with him <laughs> that much allegedly he buried the hatchet with the miz but i gotta believe if seth rollins buried him before about we don't want him around here that that's all it took for him to be asked to leave right um so and why have a meeting on friday uh and then show up was it raw on monday in chicago yeah that he was at i don't know yeah well this i can't remember the the timeline of what's what uh but regardless going into that meeting like, why would you want to get or coming out of it? Why would you want to give them any leverage to like say, what the fuck is he going to WWE for to shake up the sheets? Right. If we're trying to build a show around him on Saturdays to come back. However, if that meeting didn't yield the results that he wanted, then maybe he went to go hang out. I don't know. I don't know. He probably went to go see somebody that he knew or something. I don't know. It doesn't. It does in Chicago, so he, right. I'm sure he saw some of his yeah. friends. You know, it doesn't really matter to me. I I don't think uh, CM Punk is worth the trouble. I mean, what? So so the W. I don't think the WWE will bring him back. But even if they did, 
What's it going to change? Not much. You know, uh, same with with AEW. If AEW brings them back, it'll give them a little bump, but it'll be a little bump. I mean, they can use that, right? I mean, people will watch. I'll tune in. But in reality, like, what, what, what is he? He's not as big a star as he's made out to yeah. be. Regardless of storyline or whatever you can do, yeah. you know, belt-wise or ratings-wise that you want to, that's fine. Great. Mm-hmm. Do it. The pattern of behavior right. of every six months to 24 months, he's going to find something to beef about. Now, his beefs might be legit. Legit, right. You know, but right. at the same time, they spill over and do earth shattering damage to a brand where people have to be suspended, sent home, or, you know, like you leave on a bad note and then people bury you because of your shit. This has happened how many times now? Yeah. And to show that he'll even throw former best friends under the bus. Nobody, you know, like, So you expect a zebra or a tiger to change their stripes? It ain't going to happen, Jackson. So right. like you said, the liability and the headache is does the ends justify the means? Because you bring them back, it's a countdown clock until the next bullshit happens. Right, right. And, and, and is, and is yeah. 300,000 extra viewers worth that? Maybe it is. Exactly. You, I mean, you just hit it right on the head. Is 300,000 extra viewers worth that? I don't think it is personally, but whatever. You, I mean, I think he's still under con- under contract with AEW. You gotta or, pay him, so you yeah, might as well him, him. use him, right? If you gotta pay him, I, I get that. I, I get that argument one hundred percent. I don't think it's gonna make a big difference in anything. You know, they they, they were talking. I think it was uh, Dax Hardwood, uh, our friend, that had to cancel his podcast. Uh, so he sorry. was like, um, "There's, you know, three names, the big names in 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 wrestling. It's it's uh, uh, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and CM Punk. And that it couldn't be more wrong." You know, it's just completely ignore Brock Lesnar, you know, like Brock Lesnar is not a thing, yeah. you know, like, um, you know, and, and even Seth Rollins at this point. And I think you're right. Seth was like, yo, we don't want that dude here. Seth has some pull over there. You're done. Sure. Right. You're done. And, and Seth is Seth is a, a, a huge star right now in his own rank. I, I, I think, think he's in- our current locker room leader, too, bro. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and Punk might have known that go, going to shitster. So, <laughs> like, he, Punk's not stupid. He knows all these things. Right, you know right. what I mean? And, in like, well, may want to no sell it, but he should know enough where he's walking back into that they want to cut your throat by any means necessary. And I just don't understand the business move behind it. Maybe it is very calculated, and I just don't see it. You know, if, like, if uh, I was AEW, I wouldn't design a show based around CM Punk because there's no telling how long he's going to be around. Right? You bring him back. You know, you you put him in in high profile matches where people want to see. You want to see Punk and Omega. They want to see Punk and da- and Brian Danielson. You know, you do those matches. You know, and 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 get him out of the way quick. Right. And then, and, and I don't and, think and, any of that. I mean, I don't think any of that's going to do much, bro. No, if, you not, if you keep them separated on separate shows, your locker room is still in a state of, of uh, discontent and, and, right. and chaos. You have to bring these guys back. They all sit down. If they really got to fight behind the scenes and let's fucking Let strap the gloves on. Right. And then we're going to go out there and work, shoot, the heat that we haven't addressed and make a ton of money off of it together right. as opposed to like, ah, I'm not working him. No, you're all going to work together and it's going to look real. You're not going to kill each other. So Mox can get color once or twice. So, cause he loves it, but you know, we're all going to pay the penance 
and the locker room's going to come back together because uh, yeah. you guys getting to act like we're going to be over here and they'll be over there and that'll be fine. No, that does not make your company look good. Right, that's ridiculous. Yeah, to do something like it's the dumbest thing. When I heard it, I was like, "This is this is not real," right? Right. No, but but it is. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. You you sit everybody down and like, here's what's gonna go down, guys. That's it. You yeah. know, and, and you guys are going to work together. That's what he's paying them, bro. Right. You know, when your contract is up, you're free to leave. But until then, this is what you're going to do, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 that's it, you know, and, and and make it work. I mean, they're all professionals. I mean, are, what are they in it for? You start to think about money. It. <laughs> and if you if you go into business right. for yourself again, guess what? The fine might just happen to be what your paycheck is that right. week. Right. Plus one dollar more. That's and it. That's what you do it again. It's going to be double, double that next time. Right. That's it. Like, really it's simple. not that hard. Right. It's really not that simple. hard to regulate on these guys, yeah. bro. And then that's it. That's it. Really simple. And and he is not the star that they made him out to be. Everybody was waiting for the return of CM Punk. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's going to revolutionize wrestling. It's going to bring a new era of what we saw. What happened? None of that. <laughs> None of that happened. You know, we, we got." got- we got anti-abortion shirts and jump over the fucking railing and hurt your own foot. And <laughs> that's about it, bro. That's it. Like nada. Nothing else. So, so yeah, that's, that's the end of it, Ben. Like, I mean, w- will I watch? Yeah, but I watch every week anyway. Yeah, right. So, right. Because we got it. And I'll be uh, reviewing uh, last night's show, Light the Fuse today live. I mean, you guys are hearing this Friday, so uh and it'll be up there as well channelattitude.com but some strange ways to end that show last night uh far too much homoerotic kissing between uh well i don't even want to call them that anymore everybody looks like a uh you know freshman in college really to be honest can i say something based on that before we get out of here what a stupid freaking angle we talked about the pillar angle being dumb as fuck right so they do this pillar tournament right and sammy guevara wins it and they completely negate the negate, negate it, bro. It doesn't mean anything. What is going on here? It don't mean shit. It, right. None of that. None of that mattered. We're gonna do a a tag team match, and if these two win, it's a fatal for Yeah. Oh, okay. Good stuff, everybody. Booker of the year, shit, bro. <laughs> Why is nobody stopping him from doing that? Fatal four way demolition match on top of Titan Tower. Let's make it yeah. interesting. Well, let's do that. But That's uh. Cool. The dude, the fact that the heels escaped with their heat, right, and then came back out to cut the promo, we're we're dead in the water right there. Right, like horrible. these are the basics of wrestling that this guy doesn't understand, and I've got to believe MJF does. So be like, dude, don't! I'm not going back out there. You're gonna kill yeah. my heat. Like, like nobody is is stepping up to do things the right way. Right. Uh, how to end and button segments over there? It's very strange. incredible. It's incredible. Oh, man, but we're buttoning it up here, you guys, on the Friday locker room. I can't say thank you enough to VRB. I'm going to get it. Uh, <laughs> that was the last combination I needed to do wrong. <laughs> Billy Ray Valentine, BRV, man. Uh, we nice. definitely are uh, excited for your graduation and, uh, you know, to get everything kicked off on uh, the new radio station and, and do stuff together over there as well. But giving us two great co-hosting uh, weeks here at the Friday locker room. And I can't say thank you enough, buddy. Ah, man, it's been so much fun to hang with you. You know, we don't get to do it very often anymore, oh, man. man. So uh, it's always fun to sit. And 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 I've been watching professional wrestling again. Uh, when we stopped doing Wednesday locker room, I stopped watching. It was dope. I was so happy about it. But my son dragged me in because now he's fully in. He's fully in. 
you know, and I'm like, you know, and he's like, come watch wrestling with me, dad. I'm like, okay, let's do it. You know, I'm back in, I'm going to live events. I've been to like six wrestling shows in the past two months, you know, because I want to take him and I want him to see it just like I wanted to when I was a kid, you know, so. So he's getting the experience that I didn't, you know, but I'm back in, you know, so <laughs> I'm watching well, every Saturday, week. Saturday in Rome, New York. I'm on the road to immortality. I got to get, you know what? There's a, there's a promotion down here that I came like a, a small indie promotion. It's a, it's a, mm. uh, we are wrestling. That's what it's called uh, here, here in, uh, in the Bronx. It's, it was like 10 minutes away from my home. I went with my whole family. We all went, we had a great freaking time. Um, and, uh, I, I know, I don't know, but, 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 uh, I, I met the, the owner of that thing. I'm going to be like, yo, bring my boy down here, man. That'd be Absolutely, man. You know, you know how many fans we got in Jersey and Long Island and New York city. That, that's yeah. the, that's the real sell. Not just that uh, I'm okay at what I do. Right. But like, we yeah. got HMG soldiers all over there who would up the gate, you know, and I bring in it. new fans. That's the, yeah. that's the real value of putting hacker on your show. And we gladly would uh, come down there to do some fun stuff, man. I saw, I saw sky blue. She was there. I was like, Whoa. Oh, Oh my God, that was worth the price of admission by itself. <laughs> that was dope, but, but but yeah, man, no, we should make that happen. So let, let, let's see what develops. That'd be dope to see. But no, I always love sharing airwaves with you. Maybe we can do it again sometime soon, brother. Appreciate Absolutely, it. man. Great wrestle talk here as always, you guys. And all the shows are up on channelattitude.com. I'll cut a brand new uh, consultants episode here probably uh, tomorrow and have that up on Patreon as well, you guys, so you can follow along. But uh, very interesting notes from last week about warning the USA Network executives of possible lawsuits because of deafness for racial injustice and stereotyping. And here we are three years later. And it seems like that's the story of my life. Uh, always ahead of the curve. Uh, and then you watch uh, Rome burn from afar, man. So mm -hmm. I'm glad we're not catching any of those flames of fire. But check out Master Shoot Theater. Uh, some red hot stuff in there as well, you guys, uh, on Vince's with me. Uh, laying down a very special challenge and keeping it very 100. So, uh, y'all, uh, <laughs> it's Hacker Hameen. I'll be everywhere again at the JFK Arena, Rome, New York, this weekend. Back into the left on Embargo Street on Saturday. And then uh, back in Ottawa, or uh, premiering in Ottawa, Canada, with the Maple Leaf sap-sucking morons up there for uh, Great Northern Wrestling on May 6th with GGP, the Conspiracy Horseman, will be in the house, Kevin Sullivan, and that uh, Bud Light drinking uh, James Storm. So, mm -hmm. uh, y'all, uh, it's Hacker Hameen. It's Billy Ray Valentine, BRV. Get it right, infidels. Mm -hmm. And this has been the Friday Locker Room. Y'all, uh. You a great motherfucker. Fuck!